but everywhere you turn in your business, that is something that you do out of your head. Well, if someone else is to do that because you're going to back out of that and start to enjoy the fruits of your labor, it's got to be systemized. How old are you going to be before you start to experience life like you want it? I want to tell you right now, whether you like it or not, there is a better way to do business. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Business for Builders podcast. My name's Max. I'm your host, and it's good to be with you. I'm the CEO here at Smith & Sons Remodeling Experts here in Canada. And uh, I'm also a, uh, I'm the founder of Elite Business Advisory, specializing in business coaching. So uh, yeah, exciting times. Hey, look, guys, um, as usual, want to uh, deliver some pretty decent steak and potatoes. Uh, but before I get started, like and subscribe, leave comments. Uh, love to always read and engage and chat with you folks about what's up in your neck of the woods. And uh, don't forget, uh, Business for Builders VIP Facebook page, get across there. Really want to encourage some community com camaraderie uh, and collaboration. You know, we want to, uh, one of us can't be as smart as all of us. And, you know, there's going to be guys in that group that are really looking for a hand up, not a hand out. And there's guys in that group that are relatively successful that can actually speak to your situation, perhaps, and where you're up to. And so, uh, you know, that's a great little community that we're slowly building there. And um, answer the questions, okay, because unfortunately, there's certain folks, you know, on the interwebs that want to mess things up. And so we want to just try and keep uh, some order in that group. So answer the questions. If you're a good sort, I'll uh, let you in. Now, don't forget, you can get a hold of me, Max, at EliteBusinessAdvisory.com. Um, if you want to chat with me about uh, what I do around the coaching sector, I'm busy trying to catch up with a bunch of emails right now, so bear with me. Um, but uh, hit the book a consultation button. Uh, now, there's there's slim pickings as far as availability in my calendar, and it's just the way it's happened. Um, but be sure to, uh, if there's something that doesn't work and you want to chat with me, depending on which hemisphere you're in, um, would love to see if I can just move my calendar around to suit you because I'm always very careful to make sure I don't get... Um, you know, double booked or, you know, some appointments too close together. So I monitor that calendar pretty closely as well. So um, let's get cracking. You know, um, what I love about my job, um, there's certain things that, you know, are unfortunate about my job, which can be a little challenging um, because, uh, yeah, you know, it just is. Business is super challenging. But there is some, you know, parts of my business, particularly, um, you know, in my franchising and coaching world, which I really love and I really appreciate the people that I, I work with that are just bloody good humans. Um, big shout out to all of those folks. You know who you are. Um, and so, you know, I, I always come to this show to record something that's going to give us some value. Um, it's funny, I was accused um, on one episode of YouTube, I don't know how long ago it was, probably 12 months ago, that I was waffling on and it took me ages to get to the point. So I better freaking get after it, otherwise I'm going to cop, cop some more hate mail. Um but, you know, I think out of what I do on a week-to-week -week basis, and we've really just spent, you know, we've just got into, you know, our second week of the year. Um, some of my elite business clients are still on holiday. Shout out to the guys uh, in Oz who, uh, you know, are just enjoying their summer break and a little bit of time off. Um, unlike us, uh, you know, folks here in the Great White North in Canada and uh, North America, um, we're pretty much back into it. It's in the middle of our school year. So kids are back to school and it's business as usual. Now, this week I've, you know, met with, uh, you know, a bunch of my clients. I'm talking to my franchise general contractors and builders. And uh, one thing that's sort of starting to, 
you know, uh, really there's there's such importance that's placed on, um, you know, systemization. I really love to talk about strategic planning in depth. And I know that some of my clients and some of my franchisees kind of just glaze over and they're like, holy cow, I just want to learn how to make more money. Um, and yet, you know, I keep bringing them back around to we talk about, and this is the shitty part, I can say businesses operate off the back of good systems and we need to recruit good humans to run the systems that run the business. Right, great. Um, now, there's two really challenging parts to that little bit of bit of a spiel, and that is developing the systems and recruiting good humans. Now, I'm not going to talk about humans or recruitment or psychometric profiling. I think I did a bit of that last week. Talked about uh, how to recruit better by simulating stress. Um, you know, I'm actually going to do a three-part series because I, I want to double down when we're talking about systems now, not recruitment, but systemizing your business. A very solid part or a main part or a core part of systemization of your business is standard operating procedures. So I'm either going to bore the shit out of you over the next three episodes because I'm going to do a part one, a part two, and a part three. But what I'm going to cover off is what I deem to be a really good place to start as far as standard operating procedure. Now, um, I don't really want to intro each of these episodes the same way, but I might have to. But essentially, um, I'm going to introduce you to four SOPs out of 12. We're going, to, we're going to double down on 12 SOPs or standard operating procedures, places where you can start. Now, um, developing SOPs. Guys say to me, clients, builders, or whatever, say to me, look, Max, I really need systems in my business. And I'm like, okay, where do you need systems? So folks, I want you to understand that for you to systemize your business, you've got to do two things. You've got to look for the gaps in your business. That's the first thing. The second thing we've got to do is we've got to do a root cause analysis. Okay, so there's a gap. What is the root cause that created the gap? And what are we going to do to fill the gap and ensure it doesn't happen going forward? What do you think the answer is? Operating procedures are going to go a long ways to closing that gap and ensuring efficiency. And more importantly, is going to ensure that um, your business can be run because of the systems that you built over a period of time. Uh, it's going to be run by good human beings because you've learned how to recruit well and then your business is going to uh, offer you the luxury of maybe taking six weeks a year off and making a significant six-figured income. How do, you, how do you like that? How does that sound? How do you like them apples? <coughs> Leave me a comment. Um, so, you know, what I want to do is I just want to spend some time on really breaking down some of the, um, what I would call maybe the high priority standard operating procedures and then just talking about a few dot points. Um, and look, I'm glad, I'm going to break this down, but I'm really going to roll straight into the SOPs in the next episode and part number three. I'm not going to give it the intro. <coughs> I'm going to work hard on the intro right now. And then um, you guys can just basically, uh, you know, pick the eyes out of it and really start developing a system. So let me give you a little bit of an introduction Um what you're going to struggle with is you're like, okay, Max, and this is why I'm doing this, because it's like, okay, I need systems, and I kind of know what an SOP is, but where do I start? And so what, I, what I'm going to do is point you in the direction of some, some, some important aspects within your business, if you're interested in systemizing, that you can focus on. Now, um, what I want you to understand is that um, – it's not hard to develop an SOP. It can be six dot points on one Word document 
Great. Now, um, I want to ensure that we put dates on whenever you develop a new SOP, I want you to do this on a on a Google Suite doc or a Word document or a spreadsheet or whatever tickles your fancy, whatever you do. Um, but you've got to understand that we need to start building a library. Okay? If you are going to develop an operations manual for your business, which is the end result, then as we develop SOPs, we're going to need to make sure that we're organized, okay? So some of these 12 that I'm going to break down, and I would encourage you that, you know, there is a week between this episode and the next. Now, if you're just caught up with, you know, the Business for Builders podcast, great to have you with us. I appreciate you lending us your ear. Um, this, This might be from a few years ago. But what you can do is you can consecutively or listen to these three parts in 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 what in series and have a listen to each of those and develop your macro uh, headings. So um, what I'm going to go through just on this episode to give everyone a heads up uh, the twelve uh, the twelve SOPs that I'm going to talk about over the next three uh, three episodes or three parts. Number one is project planning. Uh, number two is uh, site safety procedures. Number three is permitting and compliance. Number four is quality control. Uh, Number five is subcontractor management, including onboarding. Number six is uh, communication protocol. Uh, Number seven is change order procedure. Uh, Number eight is material and equipment. Number nine is budgeting and cost control. Number 10 is document control slash contract admin. Number 11 is closeout and handover procedures, and number 12 is environmental management. Right, so that's what your appetite, because what we're going to do is we're going to double down with a few dot points um, as it relates to each of those. We're going to do this over three episodes. Okay, now, um, like I said, you've got to be organized. So what I want you to do is I want you to go into your, your desktop, or I want you to go into your Dropbox, or whatever it is, and I want you to create a file that says Standard Operating Procedures, and then open that file, and now I want you to create 12 files with, so back this uh, back this uh, episode up and go through those last 12. Now, we might be able to put these 12, um, list of 12 SOPs in the show notes, and that way you can sort of refer to that to be able to build this file, but I need you to build these 12 categories. Now, is this an exhaustive list? Absolutely not, but what it's going to do is it's going to get you in the zone as far as what we're trying to do is create conceptual understanding. So what I don't want to do is catch a fish and feed you. What I want to do is show you the techniques around catching fish. That way I catch, if I catch a fish and give it to you, I feed you for a meal. If I teach you how to fish, I feed you for a lifetime. That's the principle. Um, so that's what we want to do. So what you need to do is uh, create that file in your Dropbox or wherever it is, create then uh, 12 files with those names that I've just listed. And then inside of that, that's what's going to help us create SOPs as it relates to each of those. So fairly practical. We're builders by trade, carpenters perhaps, uh, bricklayers or whatnot. So we're very organized in our approach. Now, if you're a subcontractor, the same applies because I don't care if you're a drywaller or an electrician or a plumber, this shit will absolutely help you revolutionize and systemize your business. So let's get after it. So now what you've got is you've got a file that says project planning, And so inside of that is where we start uh, creating our list or sort of creating our standard operating procedures. Now, I need you to understand that it's like, Max, um, um, I'm not sure what what I should do an SOP for. Folks, if you've got to do it more than twice 
Uh, it needs an SOP. Look around everywhere you turn and go, I've got to do that. Anything that you've got to do, anything that requires a what am I doing type question, that's what an SOP, it fills that gap. Remember, that's what we're trying to do. Fill the gap, look at why it's created, and then make sure that we do something to head that off so it doesn't happen going forward. So uh, all my elite business clients are probably nodding their head going, holy dooly, he doesn't shut up about this. <clears throat> but I'm telling you, we do this work once <clears throat> and we create leverageability. So we do it once and then it's basically set for life. And so the idea is to initiate. So if you go, well, Max, I've only got four things. You know, it was interesting. I was chatting with uh, one of my uh, elite business clients this afternoon. Shout out to Big John in uh, in, in uh, Sydney. And um, it was funny because I said, right, tell me the top three things that you need uh, to to think about and develop a standard operating procedure around. There was a look of of blank. He's like, oh, I know I need systems, but blah, blah, blah. Anyway, after about 15 minutes, we had five SOPs down there because I was asking him, tell me. So one thing led to another and he was developing the macro list of subject matter that he wanted to cover that he needed addressing and things like ordering materials, very similar to what we've outlined, uh, that we're going to outline in this uh, this episode. So um, guys, uh, what we need to do, as, as far as project planning, uh, we want to define the project scope, the objectives and the deliverables. Okay, and this is giving you a little bit of a direction. You need to think about what happens uh, play by play. Now, I've talked about the the uh, SOP that I did for my finance administrator for when we're invoicing our franchised operators. That was something that normally, normally billing takes me an hour because there's a bit of work involved with our portal and reports and generating those reports and attaching them to emails. But uh, what, what, uh, what I had to do was like, I don't want to do that. I want to provide uh, an SOP or a playbook, if you like, on how to do that. Now, it took me about four hours. By the time I got through the invoicing strategy, or sorry, the invoicing process, and then I would actually uh, put that into, and I, at that point I used, a play, I used a PowerPoint. So if you ever talk to me, if you ever become a client of mine, um, I will actually show you a very complicated looking SOP, and then the SOP, SOP that I built uh, using a PowerPoint presentation, which I then printed out two pages or two, uh, two slides per page, and then I bound that, and that became the playbook for the invoicing of the uh, franchises at Smith and & Sons. And so, you know, it's, it's really important that um, you have some methodology around how you're going to do it. Um, and so, you know, we're going to really break down some of the subject matter, but everywhere you turn in your business, that is something that you do out of your head. Well, if someone else is to do that because you're going to back out of that and start to enjoy the fruits of your labor, it's got to be systemized, Okay. So uh, project planning is the first one. Um, define the scope. I think I said this. Define project scope, objectives, and deliverables. Uh, dot point number two is develop a, de a detailed project plan, including timelines and milestones. Uh, dot point number three is allocate resources effectively. So those are, the, those are uh, things that you want to think about, but you might look at project planning and go, okay, I know what I've got to do. Okay, so you're just going to need to put that together. Uh, point number two, um, or, or what, what would I say? Uh, SOP number two is site safety procedures. Uh, dot point number one is implement safety protocols and guidelines. That's what you would build an SOP around. Uh, dot point number uh, two is conduct regular safety training for all personnel. Uh, and dot point number three is establish 
emergency response plans. Now, just on safety, guys and girls, this is what I say to my elite business clients and my franchise operators. It's like, guys, you're going to work your ass off to systemize your business, to make it better. And then if there is, in the unlikely event of an accident on site, potentially that can destroy your business and all the hard work that you've done. So please don't leave safety protocols, something that doesn't happen very often. It's no different to an airline saying, well, we don't have many airline crashes, so we're not going to worry about maintenance. No, uh, they do a lot of pre preventative maintenance. Guys and girls, um, you know, in you know, we really need to focus on educating our guys. And so, you know, toolbox talks and how we run <clears throat> our team huddles, super important. And then, of course, what we cover in those team huddles um, and that team huddle meeting can actually have an SOP. This is what we need to run through. Um, and I would focus on, as because we're talking about safety, think about this. I want you, um, I ask all my guys, do you have a fire extinguisher? Do you have a, a, uh, do you have a, a safety, um, a first aid kit on site? Those are the first two questions. And they're like, ah, I've got a safety first aid kit, but I don't have a fire extinguisher. And I'm like, okay. And this is, we're doing mostly renos. You know, you figure out what works for you. And the next thing I ask him is, do you have directions to the nearest hospital uh, on the back of your uh, site sign? And, and all the guys say, well, no, I don't. I said, okay, so tell me what your standard operating procedure is in the event of an accident where one of your guys is on site or two of you guys is on site, one of them has an accident. Now what? What's the, what's, what's the response uh, protocol? What is, who needs to be advised? What are, the, what are the different stipulations around the certain types of accidents? Guys and girls, we need to rehearse this because every time we get into an airplane, what happens? This is where the oxygen falls. This is where your life vest is under the seat. And these are the LED lights. And there's the safety doors, right? And all, they always say in the, in the event, in the unlikely event of an accident, okay? So for us guys on a building site and us girls on a building site, in the unlikely event of an accident, we still need to be really well rehearsed on how we react to an event that is actually uh, very traumatic, okay? And so this is the important. And so we don't just talk about safety protocols at a toolbox talk uh, once every three months. No, 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 at least once a week. And so this is what, if you're sitting there as a business owner and you are in, you're involved in your business and you are concerned about the longevity of your business, you would go a long way to developing a standard operating procedure and how you're going to educate your people as it relates to reactivity or, you know, the reactions or the responses to an accident that happens on a job site. Right. Um, number, number three is permitting and compliance. Another one you want to think about. This is where office comes in. You're like, okay, if I get team in my office, how am I going to educate them when it comes to permitting and compliance? Things you want to think about. We've got to ensure compliance with local building codes and regulations. Dot point number two, develop a systematic approach to obtaining necessary permits. Dot point number three is maintain documentation for regulatory compliance. See, so, so much time can be lost in the office because it's like, oh, I thought we had that sorted already, you know, or oh, I thought that you did that. Or, uh, well, I talked to the, the guy at the local, you know, city office or council office or what have you, but I haven't followed him up because there was no, no prompt, no reminder. And so these, if you want to do a million, two million, five million, these are the kind of standard operating procedures with all the prompts involved and how we're accountable throughout our day and our process running that building company. Um, that is absolutely one of the things that is going to help us run a more efficient, more profitable, high-performance building company. So, um, you know, think about the things, all the moving parts. 
I mean, really, um, there's we haven't even covered off, or we, it doesn't look like we're going to cover off anything to do with sales or selection sheets or or any of that. I mean, that's that's absolutely some important parts to do with standard operating procedures, and we're not even really going to get onto that uh, too much. Right, the last one for today for this episode. I want to make these short and sharp because I know you're going to go and do your homework. Um, and I really would love an email from you, Max at Elite Business Advisory.com. I would love you to hit me up and go, Max, I'm, I'm having a great time building my SOPs, um, but I've got a question. Or I'm totally confused. Can, can I get on a video call? Can you give me some insight? Happy to do that. Now, like I said, uh, my calendar is pretty full. Um, and so you might have to book a few weeks in advance, but just see how you go. Uh, make sure that, um, you know, I don't want to waste your time. Um, and I'd appreciate if you don't do the same for me. Um, come to the meeting. Make sure you've got your shit all organized. You've got some very pertinent questions. Maybe send them an email. Send me an email and have those questions listed out. I'll give you 30 minutes and let's uh, let's really see if we can uh, implement some really good change um, you know, in your situation. So uh, number four is quality control. Okay, so point, uh, dot point number one, establish quality standards for materials and work, uh, workmanship. Dot point number three, conduct regular inspections to ensure compliance uh, with standards. And dot point number three is implement corrective action when necessary. That was all relating to quality control. So guys and girls, you know, it's important that we start thinking about this. Otherwise, we're going to go round the mountain again um, and we're wondering why that we can't um, you know, build that business that we can be proud of, build that business that's going to produce the profitability levels that we need. Um, and the more you learn, the more you earn. So um, there's our first four in this three-part series to do with standard operating procedures, project planning, site safety procedures, uh, permitting and compliance, quality control. So begin to build some SOPs in your business today. It, I guarantee you, it's going to excite you just a little bit. You're like, wow, now I am starting to build my own operations manual, which I'm telling you right now, to, it's going to take you 12 months. If you did one SOP per, per week, that's 50-odd SOPs this month. And I'm telling you, there's probably 10,000 SOPs uh, if you're a builder because there's so many moving parts. Um, don't forget, shoot across to Business for Builders uh, VIP. Answer the questions. If you're a good sort, I'll let you in there. And uh, don't forget to email me, max at elitebusinessadvisory.com or alternatively get across to elitebusinessadvisory.com. Hit the book of consultation and we'd love to spend half an hour with you, see what uh, we come up with. Um, But other than that, have a great day. Uh, Go build a kick-ass business and I will see you on the next episode. Cheers. (laughs) 